Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page, only if I had one gun, one girl and one crib, one God to show me how to do things, the sun did pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151, one sip will make a nigga flip, writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence, who I'm gonna body, this hood politics, acknowledge it, leave bodies chopped up in garbage, seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us, police watch us, roll up and try knocking us, one knee, I duck. Could it be my time is up? With my luck, I got up. The cops shot again. Bust stop glass burst. A fiend drops a Heineken. Ricochet in between the spots that I'm hiding in. Blacking out, I shoot back. Fuck getting hit. This is my hood. I'm a rat to the death of it. To everybody, come on. Little niggas, it's grown. Look, rats, don't abortion your wound. We need more warriors soon. Shit from the stars, sun, and the moon. And it's like a police chase. The street sweepers and coppers. Sick up kids with no conscience. Leaving victims with doctors. If you really think you're ready to die. Peace, what's up with Kusu, wake up, clean up, king up, queen up, and definitely stand the hell up. It's your brother, Yanga, man, coming to you again on another Tuesday. Let's talk about it. Got my sister Makeda in the house. What's going on, Sister Makeda? Hey, how you doing? Hey. Peace, peace. I'm glad to be back. Look, glad to glad to be here with you. Glad to have another chance to talk about it. Um Absolutely. You know, as usual. As usual. Just blessed, happy. <laughs> Blacktastic. Absolutely. Listen, man, we're talking about, I, you know what, today, I just wanted to rap about culture. And one of the things that okay. just inspired that for me, yeah, culture, just the culture, our definition mm-hmm. of culture, how we define culture, um, what role, if any, we think that it plays in our life. Do we even, you know, do we even acknowledge that we as black people, melanated people, New African, the many names and that in itself uh could probably be a part of the debate towards pro or con about culture in this day and time in this society in America. Do we possess one or do we have one? So I wanted to discuss that. Uh and I think here's one of the reasons I think it's important eventually it has to be a topic that has to be broached. Not only do we have the wonderful brother who I hope comes on a little later that is, you know, he's, man, he is a cultural nationalist, if I ever heard it. He is a very big advocate of, you know, a cultural revolution, cultural change. And I know that there's a necessity for it. But I think the question right. today I'm, I'm throwing out there is how much of a necessity. What do you, th- what do you think right. about that? 
culture. What's your take on all of that, Michaela? Well, you know, I think it's 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 definitely a important part of the discussion um regarding surrounding identity. Um because we have been so far removed from where we came from and we have been conditioned into another type of culture, you know, and and not to say that we've completely, you know, disengaged or we completely disengaged from, you know, the cultures, the many cultures that we, we've been a part of uh, coming from the mother, but um, we definitely have to acknowledge how we've evolved, you know, how culture has evolved for us having been taken into uh, captivity here and how we, you know, how we've managed to survive and turn, you know, turn, turn these different aspects of our existence into something that is uniquely ours. So, you know, I definitely believe it's something that has to be discussed. I mean, cause we, you know, uh, as Shaka always talks about how we romanticize the idea of being African to the degree that we absolutely, you know, we, we completely disregard the fact that we have our own unique culture and we have, you know, there are differences even in us and our brothers and sisters on the continent. You know, we, we just really need to acknowledge that um, that there is a difference. And, you know, not that one is better than the other, but we definitely wouldn't have one without the other, you know. And, mm-hmm. I mean, and I think, you know, that goes both ways. It goes both ways. So um, I'm excited to see what people have to say about it and excited right. to hear about, you know, hear, hear, the, hear the level of um, – the level of conversation that comes out of it, you know, where where it goes. Can you sorry about me? the delays and okay. yeah, I can hear you. Can you? I'm sorry about the delays in my phone. You guys know how oh, I'm doing okay. it, but uh, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you just fine. Okay, uh, yeah. I listen. I totally there's some some key some points that you touched on that I totally agree, and that about um, the culture, the you know, it being the inter- interrelatability of Africa and our African culture and those things. Here's, here's and, and us about us and embracing one over here, or not embracing, but here's the, my pros for our lack of embracing what to me could clearly be identified as a culture costs us. You know, it costs us. Mm-hmm. In um, intellectual powers, it cost mm-hmm. us eventually economically because of the lack of cultural connection. You know, if mm-hmm. nothing but you, you see what I'm saying, so we don't feel that connection to anything. And I think that a lot of times, this all the semantics with this, like the the lack of identity or what we're trying to call ourselves, adding to that being the reason for our lack of identity, like the, and I hate to get into specifics, but I have to for the sake of this conversation. This, you know, identifying ourselves by religion or these uh, political groups that the Moors and so on and so forth that say because you call yourself this or that, 
I think that culture, when we're looking at culture, I would love, really see us to look at it from a scientific, mathematical equation, just really detach from it, and look at cultures basically adapting what could be called a beneficial culture is just that. Is it beneficial for us? What right. we're doing, does it benefit us here and now? I guess where I'm going with it is what concerns me is the need for us to have a culture so bad. We do like what Brother Shaka says, we romanticize pre-colonial Africa. You mm-hmm. know, and we just try to embrace that wholeheartedly, and it's not in this day and time. Some of it is not realistic. I could understand if we it was just principles, but, I mean, we go so our lack of, tends to send us over the edge of uh, excessiveness. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I'm saying? I don't know if any of that is making mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm trying to formulate my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. As we go. So that's my thing. So it, and it goes into also, Makeda, with me, it's like, so when you do that, when you go that excessive, you tend to compartmentalize and trivialize, make everything oversimplistic. Like, so then things become white culture and black culture or African culture and European culture. And when you're dealing with the so-called American culture or the culture that has been cultivated in America, you have to be so very careful because it has been really been an experiment in not just genetics, but in social uh, immobilization, social mixture. You know, right. the, everything down to the holidays. You know, we look at Easter, and I'm not going to go into this historic lesson, but we know that it's related to the goddess Esther with the eggs right. and, and also tied to Christendom. So when you look at America, America is like that, is this hodgepodge of stuff. So you can't really just write everything on, even our contributions, whether mm-hmm. willingly right. or unwillingly. We have contributed Greatly, mm-hmm. so that even goes into our development and our understanding and perception, uh, and our place in this whole construct. So I think that our culture has to speak to that, has to speak to our real time existence. And I don't find, for me, and a lot of cultural nationalists, that that really speaking to real time existence, it comes off a lot of times for me as escapism. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's it's easier to say, well, we didn't do that in Africa. So we're not going to address it. Right. You know what I'm saying? We just smoke right, crack right, 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 exactly. So, okay. Exactly. Yeah, and bro, we got to address You know what I'm saying? Right. Which and is, it, I mean, we didn't, we, didn't do it in, we didn't do it in Africa, but we're doing it now. And it is as a result right. of what? You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, we, you, absolutely. That's why it's so important that we that we do discuss it because we are not there then. We are here now, and we are a product of mm-hmm. what has happened in this, you know, in this space, you know, from what has happened right here, and we learn to either adapt or, you know, survive through certain things that have happened that created a culture around why we do the things we do, how we do the things we do. So, yeah, absolutely. And we don't, you know, and we have that. Kishaka, we got our boy uh, Shaka on Kusu, brother. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on, family? Kusu. What's good, man? We're just sitting there building on the on the culture, the the lack of culture or wrong culture or just the whole take on it. It's open discussion. By the way, you're listening to Let's Talk About It. You got your man on Yanga. 
Our brother Shaka G Jaga, uh, Shakur just jumped in. We got Makeda. Makeda, I don't never want to <laughs> slaughter your last name, so I just said one Makeda. Chop it up. I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, and we're all just kidding. <laughs> we're talking about the and we're talking about the culture. We're talking about the lack of culture or having the wrong culture. Just whatever your perspective, you can join us. Push one. We'll get you in here. You know how we get out. But I want to say this, you know, real quick in throwing all of that in the mix is that's what, you know, you're going to have a culture, whether you accept it or not. That's why they say the drug culture, this the rap culture or whatever. Right now I see a, you know, even within the rap culture, I see the young people, what I call a death culture, you know, where mm-hmm. life is bleeding. You know, the biggest thing is the young rapper, King Von. I didn't know much about him until my 12-year-old came and was like, yo, look at this video and this King Von's fighting and, you know, and they shooting and this. And I said, what is he? He's a, he's a rapper. And, I, and he's showing me where he's got all this money. And I, and I was like, I thought that's why we did it, to get out the game. What's his death culture? I thought we got the money so we could avoid getting shot at. So we could avoid fighting right, on right. the streets. How you got money and you thought, and you get shot for fighting another? I mean, you know, so mm-hmm. what culture? Are we we bringing in, and what do we accept as 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 culture? And I say, you know, one of the challenges that I issue to a lot about, and when I say challenge, not in a negative way, it is a challenging because I know our brothers are brilliant. You know, I know our brothers are brilliant. So the challenge is, hey man, this is our here's a puzzle. Is it not challenge you or challenge you to a duel? You know, just stop thinking like these devils. It's a I'm challenging. Here's a puzzle. Here's a riddle. And I know your mind is up to the task. So my challenge is right. to the um, cultural nationalist is how do you develop, how do you promote the insurgence of an African culture, a strong Afro-centric, especially when you're saying Africa, going back to Africa, focusing on that will alleviate and eliminate a lot of our social ills and problems economically, politically, everything. What is that program and how is it realistic? to bring us to, um, like, that point. You know, what What are the steps? Because it's easy to get out there and say, well, if we just look to Africa, okay. Right. You know, and then, so what are the, what are the practical <laughs> steps? Right, right. I mean, do we really want to be careful about look to Africa? Because, I mean, we got to be careful with the look to Africa theme because I look at Africa right now, and, I, man, I see a lot of stuff I don't want to be down with. You know, mm-hmm. so like, what about like what what Africa are we talking about? That's a whole other issue too. You know, I think a lot I, of them be talking about pre-colonial. But it, it's tricky. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, true, true. And even then, like you know, is that applicable to now? You know, like me coming, you and I coming out of the Islamic world, we always have that discussion about like the glory days of Islam. Is that stuff really practical now? You know what I mean? Like, could we really implement those things in a society like we have now? And they be applicable, mm-hmm. or we just being a little romantic, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we're so fed up with what's going on now, we're just grabbing a romantic version of what we want. You know what I mean? Like you can't tell me there wasn't no crime back then. I mean, we might have found a great way to deal with it that didn't require a penitentiary that we know because there's no records of jails. We know how to deal with family issues because there's no records of orphanages and there's no records of old folks' homes. So we had a society somehow we could deal with things. But we don't really know what that is right now. And so at this point, are we really solving it, or are we just kind of grabbing on anything 
to alleviate having to solve our problem right here? That's just a question. I would think I, I, I that was I said that a little earlier too, Shaq. I agree. I think that's one of the biggest questions: is it escapism? Is it a way? Because it it's an easy way to get away from everything. Like I said, it's just to turn a blind eye. It's a go back. It's the same as you know. And somebody said, "What's funny about it? These will be some of the very people that condemn religion on people who have like oh, that's that spookism. That's that. You know, mm-hmm. It's almost man, it's almost exactly the same." Right. You know, almost right. exactly the same. So what culture, I think of culture, when we talk about culture, because one of the, our lack of acknowledging that we have a culture has cost us not just inspirationally, not just, you know, being really uh, acknowledged for our genius in the creative artistic world, but it's robbed us of economic rights. Because when you don't have a culture, you don't have, you don't hold anything sacred. So our very musics, our dance forms, our literature, it are you know they're doing the same thing that they've always done. When they, it's like when they went into the uh, the halls and the um, libraries at at Memphis and everything in Egypt and robbed and raided. They do the same thing in the black community now because we don't hold it to a culture. We sell it out. Right. You know, we actually sell it out. And I know that's difficult, especially when the money looks good, when your culture has become a culture of materialism. Okay. You know, why not sell, you know, why not sell grandmama's recipe that been in the family since slavery to Bisco? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they right, right, put right. grandma, I tell you what, we put your, gra- we put your grandmama face on the can. <laughs> they right. call it grandma Biscuit. We'll give you, you that. You would do that for me. Granny show love that. Yeah. yeah. You know? So I, I, I think a lot of it too is tough. when we talk about culture, like what we gotta also like you said something when I first came in on the show, that like it or not, you're gonna fall under some kind of culture if you're alive in this world. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're doing is a culture. And you know, we talked earlier, you and I, Yanga, and we identified a culture as an organism. Scientifically a culture is an organism. And we know that an organism is a vehicle. So okay, so it all locks into the same thought. Which provokes me to ask the question that within our liberation struggle, are we sure that we are not prevailing in the European Eurocentric culture of oppression that we're trying to escape? We might be reduplicating that underneath the guise of red, black, and green subconsciously without even realizing because we have no other culture in place to, to bring forward. So whether we like it or not, we're reduplicating what we know. We're just changing the name on it. That's all. So you still have classism. You know, you still have sexism. You still have sectarianism. You have all those isms and schisms, but now they're just red, black, and green. Yeah. So do we need to look at that and change that again? Yeah. 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 That's real. You know, and not this, again, not That's to say real. we are bad people, but what, what else do we have to go off? Let's be real. Everything we have is religious-based. You know, even our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. who say practice African spirituality or tradition spirituality or commission spirituality, when I step back and look at them, I see what they want to do, but you look like the church to me because that's all you know. You came out of the church, you know? Like when I was in the mosque, they used to say you, you, you came over here and brought the church over here with you because that's all we know. So we always exercise our spirituality and group in that churchy atmosphere. So when I look at us say we have this, that, and the other, 
are we doing the same thing with the European culture? Are we subconsciously bringing it over into this struggle? And maybe that's why we're having so many problems in our movement, because we're really not moving away from the thing we say we need to move away from. We're just taking it with us. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. That's just my perspective. You know, one of the... Go ahead, brother. No, I was good. I'm good. I was saying that's my perspective. That's all oh. I'm good. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree. You know, we have to be careful. I think that is a big problem with what we're, uh, you know, what's happening with us now, especially in these, in, in these organizations. You know, these organizations are just really neo-colonialist organizations, blackface doing what white people do. You know what I'm saying? Almost all the way down to the uniforms. The only thing sometimes the difference is just the patches. If you, you know, so <laughs> it, it, it yeah. really, you know, it's 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 tough. One of the things, though, I think we reserve the right as new Africans over here is to defy our culture. And I would like us. I think our lit our litmus test should be simply what's good for us. You know what I'm saying? What is advantageous for us? When we're over, you know, when we're over here, this is what I say, especially what happens when we talk about um, using straight Africa. And I agree. I love what you said about what part of Africa. But when you use like straight West pre-colonialist Africa uh, or whatever, you know, certain parts of Africa in the golden ages, you know, whatever you're using, if it doesn't address some of the issues over here, then it's just it's fairy tales, you know. Right. That's when it becomes that's when it becomes escaping. You have to forgive me, man. I'm trying to do a million things at one time. Um, that's when it becomes that's when the whole thing becomes escapism. Um, and I was going somewhere with it, but indeed. I'm just going to end it with that, and then my point to come back to. It. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I just want us to look at that, man. And I'm glad you said like the whole New African thing. Because I think personally that we uh we do need to start to separate ourselves from certain behaviors and certain practices that are just not working. I mean, we we are big. We are people. Even though I agree with you, Inga, we do hold up. We don't recognize our traditions and we don't hold them sacred. We don't create them on that level. But internally, we are a traditional people. We'll continue to do something out of reverence for those who did it before us. Even if it ain't working, we'll just keep doing it because that's the tradition. That's how we do things around here. Y'all heard that saying before. That's how we do so around here, you, son. So we just keep. So, so how do you? How do you? At that point, how do you distinguish and and decide what we, what we hold on to? Because you know the thing is, we don't hold certain mm-hmm. things sacred. We don't hold. We don't have any values placed in certain. You know, on certain concepts. And those concepts mm-hmm. are good for us. And then you have other stuff that we need to get away from. You know what I'm saying? So how, right. you know, right. I think that would be the question then. How do we then decide which things are things that we will keep to and those things that we need to move away from? I think, I think the, me personally, I think the first step would be like, where are you going? Because you can't decide. It's like going on a hiking trip. Mm-hmm hill with a lot of rocks, certain equipment, or we're going downhill on a short trip and you don't need all that equipment. So I think the first thing we got to start asking ourselves is the people, where are you going? Like, what is it that you want? 
Do you really know where you're going? Because you're packing a backpack full of stuff that you don't need because you ain't even going there. You know, and I think that's mm-hmm. not clear. Like, a lot of us are yelling long hike. Like, I'm going on a long hike, son. I'm going to be going for five days. But you know you ain't built for five days. You ain't built for one-day hikes. But you're pretending like you're ready for the five-day hike because it's popular. Let me translate that to what we get in the current situation. We're screaming total revolution, and you ain't trying to lose your job. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't, you're not yeah. trying to be uncomfortable I've for seen... an inch. But, you, but you're screaming revolution, yep. so you're not really – you'll never be right because what you're screaming – is not equated with the path that you're really on. So if you deal right. with the reality of where you're really at, because it's not a wrong or right. I ain't telling you you got to go fuck your job up and all that. I'm not telling you that. But be real with yourself first. I guess that's where I'm going with it. Be real with yourself. And if that's what you want, then you pack the luggage equipped for that. Now you will build traditions and, and, and methods that become, really methods that will become traditions based on where you know you're really going. But you got to be real. We got to yeah. stop this romantic notion of, I don't know even what to call it nowadays, but we got to stop that. And we got to get for real about your, your, your serious intent. You know, we look at the civil rights movement. I don't agree with everything about it, but I got to give this much credit to that. They had a designated target, which was legislative change, and that's what they They never going to take over the planet. They never said they was going to create an all-black anything. They said they wanted legislative change, and that's all they did. You know? So groups like that, the Nation of Islam, Garvey movement, they were successful – in the right that they set out to do exactly what they aim for. And I don't think we have a clear, concise aim nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can't speak for every group, but I'm just looking out over the, you know, the pyramid, the, uh, panoramic view of things altogether, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of different voices. So I think each of those voices are going to have to come together in their own and realize where they're going. To me, that's to right. answer your question, I, I think that's how we can begin that process. Right. The, the, yeah, the way I the way I would start it, and I agree with Chaka on that. You know, groups have to be clear and concise on what these particular groups are are, are doing. But the way I would, you know, how I would do it uh, to answer your question: How do we know what do we keep? What's beneficial? Is we have to reinvest back in the people and the institutions that polled and educated the people, and they all have to, you know, it works in my opinion. Um, we should back in communalism. The churches or the religious institutions need to work back in conjunction with the educational institutions that work in conjunction with the food institutions so that we teach spiritually, uh, mentally, education-wise, and health-wise, we take back care of our community. You know, and it's just about mm-hmm. knowing. See, we don't know what we need because we don't know each other anymore. We don't Very share true. the same. I like what you guys are doing up in St. Louis with the older, you know, sister running for the older person, which is, and at the same time, it's the children's collective, you know what I'm saying, and the school initiative, which ties you into the parents, which goes off. The, the people right. will let you know what they need. And you can, in that way, when the people let you know what they need, you can beat the oppressor in delivering it to the people. See, because when the oppressor right. delivers it to the people, he delivers there's a catch to it. You know, he's going to educate them. He's going to give them their politics. He's going to show them just how great the system is and how dependent you are. need to be on the system. You can't do it without the system. But when you beat them, when the people know that they can do it and you're educating the people and feeding the people and loving the people and they're at dying institutions, I believe that's when you start to decide what's good uh, for you as a people. 
because you're right there with the people. When they bombarded us with materialism, the over-sexualization, the exploitation of not just, you know, women and children, but men, now just all of that, man, they just got shot to hell. And now the culture is everywhere. You know, I call it everywhere. And anything black is being masqueraded. We're so desperate now that you can parade any people in front of us and they holler black and we accept it. We're so defeated. We want any victory. You can you can parade anybody in front of us, call them black, and we cheer, clap, dance, do the jigaboo, the huckaboo, and every other type of thing. Mm-hmm. Because we're that deprived, right. you know what I'm saying? We're that desperate of a victory. So to go back in this next thing, I think we go back to reinvesting in those institutions, in our schools, in our exactly. religious institutions. Too much time is spent, I think, in my conclusion. Like Chaka was saying earlier, like he's like, I'm done done with a lot of stuff. Too much time is just spent debating clowns. Like with my brother right, don't, right. that don't have a direction. Yeah. Right. You know. You know, you're debating blind people. So what you're you not going to get nowhere. Yeah. What do you yeah. say, McKayla? Yeah, that's what I said. He said, I- I, I, look, I completely agree. I'm not, you know, um, I feel like a lot of times we do, you know, we not not just a lot of times, we find ourselves, again, because of a lack of um, identity and wanting, you know, wanting that win or wanting some type of, um, <clears throat> some type of attachment to, something that seems like it's, it's forward, it's, it's moving us beyond where we are, it right. has us to, you know, completely jump out of, you know, what we what we already have, what we own, what we, you know, what is absolutely mm-hmm. innately ours. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's important, again, that we learn how to not only attach ourselves or, you know, speak to hold on to what we have, but actually define what it is that's important to us, yes. what's going to move us forward, what's going to, you know, how we're going to absolutely make ourselves, you know, create that lane that we hold, you know, and, and keep other people out of it and keep ourselves inside of it, hold ourselves accountable to our own mind, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, you know, it's, it's, it's big to me because I see – you know, not only with this whole thing with like Kamala Harris uh, and people getting behind the whole idea, you know, there's a win for us in that somewhere, despite her, you know, despite her record, this is of, of right. you know, right. enacting policy yeah. against us, you know, despite what she's, you know, what she claims for herself, like she ain't, she ain't said she was you. And it doesn't matter what she right. says, regardless, because again, she's still, you know, white power and black face. So at the end of the day, she's representing somebody else's culture. She's representing the culture, the dominant culture, and she is oppressed. She's a part of the oppressive, oppressive culture that you already under. Why would you put yourself exactly. in alignment with that? So again, if we are defining what our what our culture is and what progress looks like in that culture, 
then we don't attach ourselves to stuff that ultimately kills us, ultimately, you know, dooms us to continue the same kind of, you know, mindless, blind, you know, following that we, we've, we've been entranced to, you know. Um, exactly. And there's this, you know, it's something else. It's something else to watch it play out. It is something else to see people who can't see regardless of what's in front of their face. Like, they, you know, it, it, it's maddening, but it's, it's disheartening on the other hand, too. Yeah. You know, because how can you not see this? It's real. I, I think a lot right. of people see it, but they're, they're just at the point like, oh, you know, it's like the hoopty. Like, I know my car is fucked up, but this is the only car I got, yo. I got to get back and forth to work, so I'm just going to make I'm going to try to make it work. Give me a shoestring, some duct tape. And I'm gonna make, I'm gonna figure this out, as opposed to let's 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 walk to work for a couple of days. Let's let's just we won't have the luxury of getting there as fast. I have to get up a little early and take the take the bus, so I have to get up a little early and walk there. You know what I mean? But I ain't got to I ain't got to put up with this broken down car. So in our case, it got to be like let's 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 work hard at building our own family. Let's work hard at building our own, so we don't have to put up with this broken down system. Throwing us jalopies of politicians or jalopy promises, hoopty promises. Let's get up a little earlier. Be willing to step away and be uncomfortable. Be unliked for a little while. Be uh, be misunderstood even. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to do all of that in order to really get where we need to be. And I think a lot of us are afraid to do that. You know, we're afraid to be misunderstood for a minute. We're afraid to, to shake it. Like somebody told me a long time ago, you don't argue with an institution because you're going to be the fool at the end of the day. Even if it's an incorrect institution, if enough people believe in it, it's an institution. And you're not going to topple the institution running at the front door because these people believe in this. This is what they believe in. Just like in this movement, there are things that we always see every week that we see or this, that, and the other. But these, these organizations, whether we, whatever we think of them, they have become institutions in the minds of the followers who are part of these organizations. So for Shaka the Shakur to go at the organization directly really would only increase the membership, the membership's devotion, yeah. because I'm quite sure their leaders have already told them that people are going to come at you, people are going to say this, because they know that their politics are not a right and exact. They know that their agendas are <laughs> false and, and, and full of bull. They know that, so they've already prepped their followers. So if you attack at the right. front door with, like, just bang, they're gonna, you're going to re- reimburse and reinvigor the, the loyalty of these poor little followers. So I think the best thing to do is just leave it alone, move on to the side, pay attention, but work hard and diligently at developing, uh, not even right. our own, right. at developing what needs to be developed using the core values that everybody has. It's like having a gang. You started your gang or your crew with the idea of just doing one thing, and somehow things got all out of order. 20 years later, it's this monster that you didn't even expect to happen, your little crew. And then you got to ask yourself, are you going to keep rocking with this crew? Or are you, are you brave enough to pull away and take those core values and just work them again? Work the core. The reason you started this. Like, I think we forgot the reason that we started the fight. Maybe we need to go back and get that reason. That's what, like, I'm a maroon. I believe that. You know what I mean? The maroon was the core value. I just want to be free. God damn it. <laughs> That's the bottom line. I'm not a slave. I want to be free. Right. I'm going to be free. You know, and then we can work all the other stuff out later, but the core value is I refuse to be a slave. So for our movement, what's your core value? That's all I'm saying. 
all, all these groups, go back to your core value. All these people, these great minds, go back to the core value of what we meant when we said black power, when we said free the land, when we said black nationalism, when we said what was the core value. I think we've gotten away from it. That's just, again, my opinion. I'm not all absolute. It's just your brother Shaka. <laughs> right, right, yeah. That's something, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, that's what we have to go back to. What, what was it all about, you know? And, and, and I like what Shaka said. I mean, go all the way back to when they put those chains, first slap those chains on us. Give us free. That's what that's right, what it boils right. down to. You know, give us free. We want freedom. And we encourage each group to be proficient. My thing is, like I tell the group, be proficient at what you do. Be the best at what you do. Be clear, be transparent, be the best for the people at what you do. This fight is going to take every every available, able-bodied black human being. When we're talking about the black struggle in America for independence, for uh, freedom, but right, you know, definitely for freedom, but even during the steps, it's going to take all of us. So, I, you know, the, I love mm-hmm. what Chaka said, and that's what we talk about, this maroon thing, man, getting away from, slowly getting away from, the end day is independence, but getting away from the conventional thinking, getting away from how we've been told we have to think, challenge and question it. Everything that you think about, challenge and question every so-called social norm and cultural norm that you've been, been given been told that this is what is acceptable and that isn't acceptable and go back and begin to judge it. And if you find that certain things aren't acceptable, then begin to take the actions to be counter to that. If you find that the school system is unacceptable, then you must create a counter institution. If you find the religions are unacceptable, or the way that religions are taught are unacceptable, then you must create a counter-institution. And I think that when there's time to put to produce the work, to create these counter-institutions, that's where you find a lot of us falling short. It's easier to theorize. Uh, what is it? Theorize. It's easier, and I, my mouth is closer to my ears, it's easier to debate and to get into these intellectual exchanges without really... <clears throat> Any production A tree is known by the food that it bears Everyone's heard me say that I even equate that I'm what they would call somewhat of a religious man I believe I personally Don't have a problem with religion I think that people practice religion every day And don't even know they're doing it If you do something You know I'm that open If you do something continuously da 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 That's religion I think that you're giving religion every day And you don't And, and we do things religiously Subconsciously in those things Those little things that we do religiously Without thinking about it Aids to our uh, Enslavement, exploitation And oppression When you spend somewhere Because that's what you do That's the story you go to That's what happens this and that You know, you become predictable That's what's happening in a lot of these political parties You religiously have voted Democrat So then your Concerns are not really addressed like that. So all of this goes into the culture. I don't want to get to rambling. I want to say all that because all of that goes into just what type of culture. And in stepping away to getting that freedom, I just 
a basic common sense. If it's productive, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. we push and promote it as a people amongst all people. We don't care how you promote it. If we say black love, black relationships, we should push and promote that as a community, healthy black relationships. We should aid and support anything and everything that contributes to that. Right. And we should be against any culture or anything that is counter to productive, healthy concepts of black family, black productive love. Right. That's, it's, 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 it's that simple. We should anything that's contrary to a healthy, vibrant building of incidents for those brothers to jump out. Well, what if the sister spit on me? I spit on and you call a bitch. I'm not talking about incidents and happenstances and things. What I'm saying is even in dealing with the situations, are they done with love? Even if it's tough love, is it done with love? Oh. Even if your big brother's got to come and see somebody, bro, we love you. Come here. Come holler at us behind the woodshed. We just won't talk to you. It's done with tough love. We're not, you know, how are we handling things within our community? Are we developing a culture? See, because it used to be, I'm from a community that used to do that. I'm telling you. Where the men handle business, you know, they were called the men to handle business. And when we began to fail to handle our own business, we even let our women call someone else man. The women begin to say, I'm going to call the man on you. And what do right. we say? Don't call the man. Oh, don't call the man, baby. <laughs> See what I'm saying? When we stop handling our business, nature will fill that vacuum. And that's exactly yeah. whether, the, whether the vacuum is made naturally or unnaturally. Nature will fill it. A culture will develop. And that became the prevailing culture to have outside influences and forces so much now that when I had my last son and in and, and, and my conclusion that, uh, man, I was so offended when I had my youngest, they told me I had to go legitimize him. What? Yeah. Have you heard that, Shaka? Did they do it in Georgia? Yeah, I had to go legitimize my son. That? What's that? I had to go sign some papers, stand before a judge yeah, I, or some I, I, judge I, I, and all this. You go before a judge down there, you got to some sign some papers, you got to go out of it. You Not just a birth certificate, not just saying you got to legitimize. That's what they call legitimizing. You must legitimize him. Or you can't leave the hospital with him. I said, what is it? I guess I signed him over. I said, damn, am I signing him over? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, wow. they got some strange shit down here. Yeah. These folks, so when we begin to and, and incorporate our culture, let them into our culture. When we stop jumping the broom and begin to stand before someone that they forced us to call honorable and sign some paperwork to say that y'all were attached, he's saying that his property got attached and he'd be there and he's going to dictate when you see the child and when this and this, how much you're going to get back to slavery. She give me the broom. Let us sit and figure this out. She and I jump it. Shit, and she'll bring her daddy and her brothers, and I'm going to sit with my folks. We're going to sit, and we're going to drink and barbecue, and we're going to talk this problem out because y'all got children. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wow. All this other stuff we didn't got. So we, that's what I mean by going back to seeing an effective culture. We've allowed people to come in and dictate the terms, conditions, and what we hold is sacred and valuable in our culture. Give us the broom back. 
you had a lesser the divorce rate was I'm willing to gamble. I don't know statistically. If someone out there wants to look this up, look it up. I'm willing to guarantee that the divorce rate in the black community was lower when we were jumping the damn broom. Maybe we didn't have no way of keeping up with it, but I, if we went off recollection and memory, people would tell you they remember Mr. Johnny Lee and Miss Lee been together 100,000 years. They were born <laughs> together, died together. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't all this. You didn't see... Uh, you know, Miss Anime, you know, with, with every and anybody. And if, if Miss Anime did have a pass, you didn't know about it till she was in the church and smiled with a go open gold front. You'd be like, who is it? Miss hmm. Anime Jenkins, boy. Miss Jenkins, Miss Jenkins was a fool back in the day, boy. That's why she in church now. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know about it. Community was tight like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so... That's all I'm saying, Getting developing that culture again and taking those things uh, that were productive. In, in my conclusion, let me say this. In my conclusion, it's, it's about – I'm sorry, I'm trying to get our computer back on. It's about find, taking what's productive, and when I say that, meaning being careful what we label as European and Western uh, because we've contributed greatly. We have contributed greatly. And we are interwoven into this fabric. We are interwoven into this fabric. We are a continuation of the African experience on the shores of North America. And we're, you know, we are are developed. We're not birthed out of it, but our development, our evolution is African people mixing with indigenous people and this and that. That is a part of the saga, like in every other people, the Puerto Ricans, the Cubans, the Japanese. Like every other people who, you know, went through that saga and developed into what they are into, this is what has evolved from that fiasco that, man, I, the words, I don't even have the words for what had taken place. Right. And in that, you know, one of the, we did. Go ahead. One of the things that, that I, you know, that I always find interesting and for some years now um just looking at how we don't, we have, we're in awe so many times um, at how we develop things, you know, our ingenuity, our ability to create from nothing. Um, we look at these things as though they're unique. You know, we we have lists of things that, you know, black folks created and and black inventors and whatnot. And I always challenge people, and I go, you do better, as far as I'm concerned, showing me something that white folks actually invented. You do do better showing me something. Because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we were the only ones that were incentivized to do it. And this is a part of what we are. This, that's why the fact that we're so, you know, we're we're so in awe and we we stand in such disbelief of the things that we've created, and we have these fail sets, you know, that have some that have come from somewhere outside of what we actually are, outside of what can actually be evidenced by, you know, how we move. That's you know, that's a crime for real. That's a real crime to me that we look at things and we go, man. Black folks created that. 
okay, who who had the right incentive to create it? We're the ones who had to do it. We're the ones who had to. We were tasked with making this happen, whether we had whether we had this invention or not. We were tasked with making it happen. We're trying to make it easier on ourselves, and it shows us that you know it shows us also that we came from you know people who could figure things out intricately and you know and to the degree that other people can't figure it out. You know, how did you come up with that? With such, you know, with, with so few materials, and this is a part of what we are, creative by, right. you know, by this is just who we are, you know? Like, but this being here, being here, I think, you know, we've been creating for forever, but I think being here caused us to, you know, come upon innovations and things that were very different from what we've seen in the past, you know, um, but not so different because, again, it's a part of what we are. And that is a Mm -hmm. part of, you know, the culture that we come from. You know, we solve our problems. We can figure this stuff out. And we can figure it out so much so that the folks that brought us here have only claimed what we have. You know, they've only claimed what we've created. And that's another thing right, that right. makes me, you know, understand and has made me understand for years that all we got to do is build a world for ourselves. We already built their world. We did theirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why won't we do ours? Let's get to it, right. you know. And that's just kind of it with me. Like, I see something. If I see that there's a problem, <clears throat> I don't <laughs> I don't apply a lot of I don't apply a lot of intellect to it in that, you know, I start thinking, oh, we have to be self-determined. It's just, I got to solve this problem. Shit. This is what it is. You know, it's not that deep to me. Let's fix it. And I know that fixing a problem for me usually fixes a problem for somebody else. With this whole school thing, it's actually the inverse, kind of, you know, because me fixing the problem for somebody else, you know, can affect what comes from me down the line. Because I don't have children in the school system anymore. I don't have them, you know, I don't have them in there like that. So, but I have grandchildren, you know what I'm saying? I have, there are ones that are, that are from me that are going to come along and have to experience the same stuff if I don't fix it. So solving problems for other people sometimes is your answer. That's your answer, mm-hmm. you know, to what's coming up in your life too. And if we're collective about everything, we understand that we're all interwoven anyway, so fix it. So we don't have to deal with it as a people, period. But that's just one of those things. It's like, I, you know, it ain't, it's not as deep as, you know, hey, we got to be, you know, this, that, or the other. It's, you see some shit going wrong or you see it going down the wrong path, you know, um, fix it, redefine it, straighten it out. You know, redo it all together. You know what I'm saying? If you got to deconstruct it all together, then you deconstruct it all together. But, you know, you take the reins because you're the only person that's, that's looking at that thing right then, you know, for yourself. Exactly. I'm not saying that there aren't other people doing the same thing. But what I'm saying is if you see it where you are, fix it where you are. You know, y'all can exactly. hook up later. You can You can come to the table and find out other people that are doing the same type of stuff. But, you know, if you have, 
if you have the understanding that um, it needs to be done, don't wait for somebody else to do it. Do it yourself. Don't wait for somebody else to define what you're doing. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Give it a name. Give it a, you know, and understand the purpose of what you're doing. And then, you you know, you, you put that purpose out there. You put it out there so that other people can understand it and get behind it and, and join and it become bigger. And, you know, you can really get something going, get some momentum going. But, exactly. um, yeah, we're, we're problem-solving people. I don't, I don't know what the problem is with this whole education system. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, damn, you know, our, we, we herd our kids out to school buses. You know, and I know folks do. They're doing what they what they know, but we heard our we heard our kids out the school buses that blow. You know, to take their kids to and, and fuss at them. You know, get your butt out there that bus for a situation mm-hmm. that the natives in this country dreaded. You know what I'm saying? They dreaded because it mm-hmm. meant death. It meant you know it meant the taking away of their ability. To control and and direct the minds and the direction of their youth, we line our kids up for that, and they you know mm-hmm. and they absolutely you know boarding schools were the death of them, you know this is just what it was, and when we have to when we see that and we understand you know these this is what's going on still, you know you you sending your kid to a boarding school they spend most of their day at school. They mo- they spend most of their day under the influence of something else, not just somebody else, but something else, you know, that is mm-hmm. counter to counter to what is good for your culture, counter to what is good for your culture. So when you, we start taking that seriously, that that's counter that's a counterculture situation for us. I think we'll start, you know, we can start taking it seriously that we have to we have to have a solution that is, you know, that is pro our culture. Agreed. But yeah, that's 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 where I am with that. You know, we we've done everything for them. We've done all, you know, we've done everything that they needed done. Now we need to do something to counter what we already did for them. You know. And and mm-hmm. essentially, I feel like it's just like you said, Shaka, turning back to what we are and who we are. Going back, we got to go back and get our shit. Cause right, that's how we were living. You know, we were we were good. We were good. <laughs> we didn't need this. We didn't. Exactly. I, I, this ain't the kind of hell you need in your life. This capitalist, all of this stuff is not. We don't need it. It's no good for us. Again, it's counter counter exactly. anything. And even when, when we dealt with them, we 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 there was a time in recent history where we did deal with the system, but we dealt with it on our terms. You know what I mean? Like you look at the 1900s, the Harlem Renaissance, that whole period, and a little further back, 1800 Reconstruction. You know, we had our own communities. Yes, we worked in their communities. We 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 had a what I call 70-30, or 60 80-20, 90-10, eventually 100. We climbed that, that ratio ladder. But now this shit is 99-1, not in our favor. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, for real, we, we, we 99-1. I, you know, my thing is that I'm not going to tell people, like, 
yeah, you you might have to go to school or you might, but you know now think think God, you know I I, I keep real thank God for COVID because now you got to be a part of your children's lives, you know, you got to be involved with what's going on. You gotta you gotta get involved, and this is the time when we're supposed to be using their this weakness our advantage. And I just feel like we're not stepping up to it. Like true story, last night a friend of mine, unfortunately her grand granddaughter had went missing. So she called me and others, and we began to call others, and, you know, the local law was involved. But what was so impressive, she said, was the people in her, in her project building, in her housing building, these people, her neighbors, came out and went door to door, roof to roof, block to block, until they found that baby, before the police found them. Now, these ain't people, she said, I would have never thought that, because she said, they don't never... You know, I say hi to everybody, but it's not like she's over there preaching black power to them, or they, you know, they even resemble any kind of struggle. They're not no organization. These are common folks who just band together and found this baby. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's what I'm still, talking about. That's, that's well, that's still part about. of our culture. Right, right exactly. Still, you know what I'm saying? That village, yeah, that babies, village mentality. That village mentality, babies. Babies still part of the culture. Right. Babies will get your head whooped in prison. You know what I'm saying? Babies are still that's <laughs> right, what I mean exactly. about culture. What what we hold sacred, what we it's still a violation of babies and last exactly. I checked anyway. Of babies and yeah. old folks. They getting a little more lenient with the old folks. They starting to let a little more slide with old folks. See, when I was coming up, you couldn't even sass old folks, they get your ass kicked. Hmm. A little more right. slide. You know, I'm hearing a little more a little more crimes with our elder, but babies Last I checked, that still is the best off. The accidental call gangs don't even want to. They be mad at you. <laughs> I was seeing a post about, you know, this thug, and he was on there, and he was going in about, you know, uh, a baby hitting a crossfire. He was like, yo, what y'all doing? Right. You know, do, do, do. And he was, he was king so-and-so of the so-and-sos. So I'm guessing he, he held sway and status in, those, in the streets. But he was man. He was like... Really letting, really letting the crew have it. You know what I'm right. saying about uh, the 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 uh, irresponsible gunfire. So those are the things. Like I said, those are the things that I talk about that we have to reiterate. We have to start building around. If we share that commonality, then I take I love of the babies, and we know everybody loves the babies. Then we push for like if I was talking to the thugs, I push for the playgrounds to be safe. I push for them to, you know, you out there doing this little thing, selling this and a little that. You can't pay nobody to clean up that playground home. You can't give them a little, little extra sack or what a little, little sprint blue magic. And you already killing the community right. with. You can't at least get them to get the trash out of that park. Well, wait for the city to send somebody. We clean it. You can't rent something. When I was coming up, that was almost um, another thing that was a part of the culture. If you so dope in the community, you did something for the block. Summertime, oh, yeah. all of us had water guns, balloon, water balloons. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I know when I came that's today, kept, I know, that's you know. That's the police off of you. That's how you, oh, the police you see what I'm saying? Right, because the hood loves you. Right, you know? the hood going to protect you. But the minute you stop doing the hood, oh, they he over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they right there. Yeah, and, and, and we controlled our little neighbor. You know, we, eh, you know, going my history, I wasn't always the best. But and we can look out for the little kids. Right. If you gonna do your do, you got your little thing. That was the spot over there. 
Don't let it get nothing get broken into, no car, no. That's the spot. That's the house. That's the block. You turn, make a left, make a right, make another left. That's y'all little, yeah, right by the dumpster. That's where they do that at. Don't spill that out nowhere else over here, where the babies can see it or none of that. You know, so yes, we had codes and all of that was part of the culture. That was interwoven into our whole gangbang. You wasn't a real gang if your hood was out of control. You know? Right. So it's that type of, it's that type of, when I talk about culture, when I'm talking about what are those things that are beneficial? Like you said, Chaka, you know, we, we dealt with the system. It's not so much to me, it's not so much, are we going, does our culture say we deal with it or we don't deal with it? I don't even think we're at a point to be addressing that issue right now. You know, no, I think we should be, you know, we should be addressing minimalism. How do I begin to wean my way away from such dependency? How do I minimalize the system in my life? Am I doing those things? Am I changing my diet to cut back? Am I stopping all the fast food and really learning recipes and eating more foods out of a garden? Should some of us going to send our body in the goddamn shock? <laughs> if we could, you know, what? Ain't no what? Ain't no Skittle Buddies. I love Skittle Buddies. <laughs> nah, bro. Ain't no right, chocolate right. cover Skittle Buddies. You know, shit. I'm going to go into shock. Exactly. I know I'm going a, I'm to a snack them. One of my bug out bags is going to be full of little Debbies. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yo, we got to work on those things. So like, that's what I just talked about. Yeah. And I think that's the practical That's the practical side of it. That's, that'd be my whole thing. Practicality, man. I'm not talking about, like, you know, Oh, I'm never going to work again. I'm not paying tax. Yes, you are. You're going to pay taxes until we can think of something different. Right. You're going right. to do that. So, my, <laughs> right. so like, real, reality, you, you're going to do that. So, stop that. You know what I mean? And you better go your ass to work or you're going to lose where you live. And unless you, even if you own, you're still going to pay a mortgage of some sort. Certain things you in, but where can I begin to take control back? You know what I mean? Right. Simple stuff like in your household. Can you take control back with, the, the like you said, what I choose to call myself, how I choose to move with my family, you know, like I'm I'm big with my young ones. We eat together. I don't care where we are. We eat together, and you stop and you get praise for your food. You say three ashes and then you eat. That that is the beginning yes. of me formulating yes. a culture in my house. You know what I mean? You can do anything you want, but that you're gonna do to the point where they know it now. They just do it. You know, it's like little things like that, and we can begin. That that to me is the maroon philosophy, man. It's taking control wherever you can. You don't gotta be at with the stage where I'm at. I'm blessed to do things that other people can't do. But in your everyday life, you can rebel. You gotta start rebelling in your everyday life. That, Not rebelling on something the po- political level. Just every day. If you break, like I read a book. I, it was a book of books of of, of, of quotations or whatever. But Mandela said. If you if revolution resistance is as simple as saying no, just no. You know what I mean? I refuse. You know. So if you if you wanna you work in a corporate world, and I'm not telling y'all to do this, I'm just giving you a hypothetical example. But <laughs> if you wanted to cripple your office, if you came to your office every day and broke a pencil and broke a pen every day, they would have to spend money to replace those pens and pencils. Or in this age. If you took a key out of every keyboard every day, out of the keyboard, they'd have to replace that key every day. The typing of a message would get slowed down. You know what I mean? Like things would happen. I'm just saying. 
I'm not telling you to go do none of this. I'm just saying that's how simple it is. And it's the same way with, with our resistance as a people. Do the things that we see not being done. Like we mentioned earlier, we don't know each other. I remember on the call earlier, you and I, Yanga, I, I mentioned the reason we, our generation, know each other because I used to spend the night at my buddy's house. You know what I mean? So yeah. I spent the night at his yeah. house, he spent the night at my house. So now when I'm at his house, I'm under his parents' care. So I learned his parents' way of living and vice versa. He learns mine when he comes to my house. But that made us a union. That made us a, a community. We were tight. That's my buddy. I hang out with him. We spend the night together. Yeah, right, I'm going to protect him. And then when we grow older, that's why we're going to be friends because I remember you when we used to hang out on the block and spend the night together. We got to get back to those things. So, and yeah. I think the people are there. I, I think the young people are more there than we think they are. You know, I see it with this COVID. I, you know causing what? a lot of socialization to, to happen, believe it or not. Yeah. But I like what we go back to say, what you said, uh, especially when you said Mandela said about the, the culture of resistance. I think that that's going back to that's where it has to start. We holler revolution, revolution. We're not ready for a revolutionary culture because we have to right. just learn the culture of resistance, the culture of saying no. No, I don't have to have that. No, I don't have to. Like I've always said, no one can tell you where to spend your dollar. Just simply developing a culture of resistance and then minimalism, and then minimalizing your involvement in the in the system where you can, can take right. control control of your freedoms, where you can practice self-sufficiency and self-determination, we would be foolish not to take advantage of that. And like you said, it's such a simple thing, but so effective when each person does it that you begin to see the communal effect. If every mm-hmm. person just begins to practice a culture of resistance, you begin to see the communal effect. You know, if we resist, um, certain stores in the community are just certain things. You begin to see the residual effect of it. It has to go. There's even, no place for it here. Even certain behaviors amongst ourselves. Resi- and that's another thing. Yeah. When we're talking about resistance to oppression, I don't, I don't want people out in the radio world to just think we're talking about resisting the obvious oppression of the system. I'm talking about the hmm. integral and inborn yes. oppression that you've inherited. Yes. That you do, and we all do, shaka too. We do it yep. every day to ourselves. You know what I mean? The way we treat ourselves, the way we treat each other, that's part of that. That You need to resist that, too, because that's the other half of that. Because what's funny, you know, all the things we're talking about, young white people, more and more young white people are practicing minimal living and pulling themselves away from their granddaddy system. Ain't that mm-hmm. They have the inherited right to, to go along to get along, and they're... For now, anyway, because they're young. I always say the young white people are, re- are resistant because they haven't tasted the power of privilege yet. They're too young. Right. But when they taste the power of privilege, then you'll see if they really want to keep going or not. But for right now, they are in their right mind right now saying, nah, I don't want no house where I got to pay 400000 for the rest of my life. I'd give me a shed. You know, I don't want to do a tiny home or I don't want to go to Walmart and spend money. Give me a garden. You, you know, they, and yeah. to them, it's trendy. You, it's new, it's nuanced, but that's how we were surviving anyway. Right. Exactly. We were forced. But you know what I believe it is with them a little bit too. Is um, since they since they don't work like we deal on survival. And you right. know our future, man. If you if we think five years ahead, ten years ahead, 
for black people. You know, um, I mean, really, but see, when they have the luxury of thinking ahead, one of the reasons I think they're doing minimalism is because they have the luxury of thinking ahead, and they realize their grandfathers have destroyed the earth. They're like, shit, they ain't leaving us with nothing. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? When you have the luxury of thinking about the future, you have the responsibility of changing it. See, we have the responsibility of changing exactly. and don't even have the luxury of seeing the effects of it. We're so caught up in the media. We don't know what's going on with the rainforest and all the burning of the trees and the pollution of the oceans and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trinkle down effect. You know, we're not thinking about, you know, uh, what is global warming and ice caps melting. Man, come on, man. You know, we're thinking about, shh, right. I got to pay rent. I got to come up with this half or that half to do, make this happen. And they do. So, uh, yeah, I said all that to say. So, yeah, that's very, very involved. Yeah. That yeah. is vital for like, us, man, but he, because he, he, go ahead, bro. And I don't know where you're going with it say it's vital, but like you're saying, man, and that's just tying it into our culture. All of that, we have to find a way. I'm going to say what we have to do. What I suggest we do okay. is find a way to tie that in our, in our culture. And it's understanding the well, culture. Let me, let me say it. We... We know. I don't. I don't suggest. I mean, I, I mean, that's the humble, politically correct thing to say. But you just said it a minute ago. This is about survival. So we have to do this because at the rate we're going now, we are not gonna turn out too good. You know what I mean? It's not gonna. It's not looking good here. So if we want to get any kind of anything, we have to begin to reevaluate, to to readjust, realign, and all the other reasons that come with it. We have to. It's imperative, man. Like, we are further down the, the rabbit hole than we think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Well, that well definitely a culture of, definitely a culture of resistance. Now, how are you going to resist? And I like what you said. It's not a lot of times it's not in the big, obvious ways. It's just how are you going to resist in just everyday existence? And realizing that, mm-hmm. and the resistance just comes in, we say, well, what should I resist? Those things that are counterproductive, that are negative, that don't benefit you. And I think that we all know what that is. We don't have to play games. We know those things in our lives that aren't productive. And I'm not even saying you do it all at one time. You know, I had a wise Muslim brother told me, he said, if a man had 100 problems, if you see him and you try to address all of those hundred problems at one time, he's not going to want to hear that. You know, hey, man, you need to stop. But if you uh, address a problem at a time and give him some wisdom on that, next time you see him, he only has 99. So right. I'm sure there's all kind. I'm not going to tell you the specifics in where you should resist or how you should resist, but I am going to tell you, like Shaq said, we need to resist. It's imperative. We have yeah. to begin that resistance. Yep. We're seeing our yep. babies. We have to tie that into at a younger ages go further than us. I mean, you know, we see it every day. We say, man, these kids are doing this at this age. When I was that age, I wasn't doing that. Right. That's why it's imperative because it's affecting our children at a younger age now. You know, they're they're six and seven and eight and nine and ten years old, and they're worried about dying. Something a child that young should not be thinking about. Seriously. So that that means that there's something drastically wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and and, and I, yeah. I ain't trying to be funny, but it, 
we, before we can start thinking of all these G.I. Joe super commando ways to deal with things, jumping out of a tree with a parachute, how about just turn to the next brother and sister and say, hey, I love you, just because you're you. You know, mm-hmm. with all our shit, with all our fucked up ways, pardon my language, with all our, all our ways, our effed up ways, I still love you. How about that? How about how about we do something simple like that? How about turning to people that you don't, you know, that you normally don't, and just do that. You know what I mean? Like that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Like start trying Ooh, to show some, some commonality as well. Yeah, yeah, you gotta love them. You gotta just be like, yo, I, I just love you. You birds gotta love. I don't them. even know Ooh, why. That'd be hard for me, but <laughs> that'd be hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> you gotta be like, yo, I love you. As crazy as you are, as much as you get on my nerves, I love. Now I might not know what to do with this love. I might not know how to do what's the next step, but I know I love you. Like, real dog, I don't know what to do with it. I don't even know how what we're supposed to do after this, but I just know I do. I got to love I love you. And even if you start out with I love you because it's just the right thing to do, I don't even know why I love you. I just love you. You know, we don't love each other. Right. That's what Wouldn't I'm it just be, would it be just honest know. if we turn to we don't love each other? I think if I think if, if we begin to like anything else, practice it and at least open the door for it in the sense that the most basic love you know, you know you you Muslim, you know how they say I love you for the sake of Allah. I, I still I still yeah. don't know what the fuck that means to this day. I don't I don't know what that means to this day. But it gets it gets you through the day. Somebody said, I bro, I love you just for the sake of Allah. Nobody ever really explained to me what that meant, but I know that it means well this guy just because, okay. Maybe it helps him, I don't know. Maybe by him saying it to me helps him. I might not get nothing out of the deal. But maybe he never said that to somebody. So maybe that's a big – so I'm not going to rob him of that. So I'm saying with our people, maybe if we just fathom that, because we don't love each other because we've been trained not to because we barely love ourselves. So maybe if we just begin to slow, like you just said, slowly entertain the possibility in some distant, remote region in our mind that we could really love ourselves just because, just because. And maybe that might be able to translate in some distant, faraway galaxy, far, far away, Star Wars, you know what I mean? Like maybe I could love the next person and really mean it. Just maybe. I don't know. You know, it's like any other scientist. Well, I, I tell you, nothing, you know. When you have war, it doesn't hurt to try anything. You know, I tell you right. that. Mm-hmm. When you have war, it does not hurt to try there anything. It ain't gonna kill you to try it. You know? There you go. It definitely won't there you do go. that. So if we yeah. just try that, yeah. You know, like your man Stevie say, give love a chance to give it a try. And I don't sound all crazy corny with it, but it's real. Like for ourselves, man. And I don't mean love like oh, you know. I mean just seriously, like on, on all jokes aside, because I know what you've been through as a black person. Because I'm going through the same shit. You know what I mean? And I know what. Oppression has done to me As an individual And I know what oppression has caused me to do to others As individuals Saying to you You know what I know what you're going through Because I'm going through the same shit Really You know you might exercise Your oppression in different ways You could be be counter, you know, be neo-oppressive In different ways I'm suffering from the same oppressive source As you are And I know the pain that has caused me as an individual and the problems it's caused in my life and the lack of and all that other stuff that we, so I don't know you, 
but I know me, and I know you look like me. So I know you got to be going through something kind of like me. So I got some love for you, homie. You know how when you're in the joint, you tell a man, yo, I got love for you, B. I, I got love for you, homie, because I, I, I didn't do the same crime you did. I'm not doing the same time you did, but I got on the same state greens that you got on. So I kind of know what you're going through. My family ain't here, and I'm missing my family. Like you missing your family. You know what I mean? I don't even know what, nothing right. about you, but I can relate to that much of you. That's what I'm saying. Right. But we got to start being I, real with ourselves, man. I do. You, uh, you rough on boy. Shaq is so rough on me, man. We ain't even, I'm not even, I will be silent this conversation. He's so rough. It reminds me of another conversation we had on there. You like, Yang, just because we talk that way, brother, don't make it right. Man, you know I'm going to fall. <laughs> you know how I am with that, man. You know I am with but, that, hey, man. But in that, I think in that it's I think right it's there, too bro. much softness. We, I think it's too much track, love bro. going on, too much yeah. flower power. You now, know what I'm saying? These niggas that tight. I don't up, think it's man. enough between us. No, our flower power is to people that don't look like us. That's what our flower. I, like I, mean, I think said, we we we'll find a thousand reasons to love that man, but we won't find one reason to love each other. And I agree with that. Our I, flower you know power comes. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, I'm just No, no, I was just saying, I think our flower power... No, no, power, no, no, you stop. You know, that... that mm. Yeah. Oh, I was saying that flower power, to me, we show a lot of that to everyone else. But we don't show... And I'm not talking about... Let me get it right. I'm not talking about loving... Some of our people, I love you hard. Some people, are, you know, there's different kinds of love, different levels of love. But it's a general. You know what I mean? I don't think we even do that to each other enough. Like, I might not be able to mess with you, but I still love you. You know what I mean? Like, you know that cousin you got? Like, I can't mess with you, bro. Mm-hmm. But I got love for you. You know what I mean? I just can't mess with you. We don't even got that. You know what I mean? Enough. I'm saying enough. That's just my opinion. Yeah. That's my, my view. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I hear because you have to be a lover of the people. But I love, I think I love the concept of freedom. I love to see, I love the evolved black person. It's just hard for me to say, you know, homie, I, I, I like, because I think we have, in my opinion, an overabundance of that. I don't think we have healthy love. We have enough love that Negroes will ride with one another to kill other black people, that they will snatch our own. We have love to, they have love for, it's just the love is, is not healthy. They will, we will, you know, cover for one another, man. We love the individual over what's principled, moral, right, and exact for the community. You know, so I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of, I think, a lot of times, um, and I do believe in love, and I do believe telling, you know, shit, nothing wrong with saying. I tell my boys I love them all the time. If I got partners, man, I love you, man. No problem. But, you know, I just, uh, and I, I hear I really do, and I don't want to be rude. I just, I, you know. With, yeah. I think the difference comes in, like the but, stuff but, you mentioned to me, that that's not love. That's, that's stuff when you... When you riding to, to kill another black man, that's not love. Because love to me is an acronym. L-O-V-E means lifting our vision eternally. If you're not lifting my vision, you don't love me. See that, what I'm doing so that at the moment. It, it, it match, yeah, yeah, it matches what you're doing. Like when we riding and we doing dirt to one another, you don't really, you don't really love me because you're you helping me do wrong. And I don't really love you because I'm helping you do wrong. And we definitely don't love right. the people on because they the, they the opt. So there ain't no love in there at all. It's just a bunch of common entity, and common entity can be confused with I got love for you. See that hood slang? I got love for you versus I love you. 
I got love for you means I'm a rival. Exactly. My own so, man, you know what I mean? But that ain't love. That ain't love. That that, that word should even right, be in that exactly. conversation. Exactly. But see, Shaka, that's, it should be, I that's got what down. I mean. You, when, when, right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm saying, like, that. that's like being down for somebody. I mean, the word used to be, I'm down. Yeah. No, I'm down. I'm down. So I, that that's perfect. Yeah, we down that, like folks. I don't know that word. Look, but, right, yeah, you know. Let me jump in here. Yeah, jump in here real quick with you because I, I, I feel you, but see what I mean? That's See how you had to go into a lot of that education? You know, that's why I say just mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, you know, telling these I, – I just ain't with it. I think we're too soft with these Negroes. I think we do too much of that. You know, I love you. I love – it's misused. The word's misused. The sentiment's misused. It's translated into sexual uh, misunderstandings. Just think about how many times you have used that word in your life. And even turn into something, you know, even turn to a black man and say, you know what, I love you. That person has heard that word, mis- been misused by that word. I just, the, the, hey. That's back to our redefining We thing. need to toughen up. Redefining. You know, I really, go ahead, brother. Yeah. But what do you, what do you yeah, see yeah. as toughening up? I mean, like, what, to me, like, that's my question to you. What is, yeah. like, you, because you say that a lot, we need to toughen up. So I, I think we live in tough times. So what, what to you to me to you my question is what do you see as toughening up like I, that's what I want uh, uh, a culture of responsibility and accountability to our homeboys to our sons to our whatever like some of us have children that are around my age that are grown you know what I'm saying how involved especially like for the men um, with with children I 23 22 that have relationships with these women. How involved are we with that on advice? Or are they on their second or third baby, a 23, 22 failed relationship after relationship like we did? You know what I'm saying? When do we change the mm-hmm. cultural cycle? We can tell them, you know, we can keep saying I identify with that. I've been through that. But, shit, when we get, hey, man, snatch him in his collar like, shit, bro. Don't you get enough of going to your other brothers and sisters by different mothers? Why are you creating this? <laughs> and, and the same, and, it, and that's right, not right. a problem. All praise be to God. We should multiply. But these failed relationships, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. So we don't do, in my opinion, like in our resistance culture, men don't check men enough. We're not really, we're still making excuses for the trauma and the pain we went through and we're identifying with men. We have too many broken men circles. Sisters have too many broken women you, circles. Yeah. You know, I think what you're saying, that is, that is what, love, you're younger. What you're talking about is showing love. That's, that's granny love. Yeah, that's yeah, love. Tough, yeah. That's still, that's love. See what... It's different. What and maybe it's the way I'm saying it, but I'm saying the same thing you're saying. I'm saying we got to be accountable. We got to be accountable yeah. for our actions. We got to be accountable for how we tell the standards. That's still love. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about no yeah. like oh everything's rosy. No, it's like yo I I can relate to you, but I got to get my shit together and then getting my shit together. Oh trust me, I'm gonna step to you about getting your shit together. Like neither one of us gonna slide right. this route really dealing with this. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear no more what brothers did to sisters and what sisters did to brothers. I don't want to hear that no more. I want to hear what right. are we going to do to change all of us. You know what I mean? I right. don't want to hear that argument no more. Because we've all done that right. shit to one another. So now, okay, now that we know we all fucked up, what are we going to do to get right? See, that's love to me. Mm-hmm. Like, love ain't pushing the buck on either side. It's like, yo, we, we've all done it up until today. We all have done it up until today. So now, we're all saying we want out of this mud. So the love comes in from t- when we push each other out the mud. It doesn't matter how you do it. One auntie talks to you nice, hey, baby. The other auntie, get your ass over yeah. here. 
One aunt, one uncle is well, like, yeah, hey, we're brother, saying the same. Like, the other uncle's like, boy, I'm gonna whoop your ass. But it's still, that's yeah, a lot. We're saying the same thing. thing. I'm not. Yeah. yeah, we're saying the exact same thing. It's. I didn't disagree with the love we thing. I just, uncles. you know, I wasn't with the ultimately saying, you know, when have we turned to a brother and said I love you and the under the. I just felt like it was just too much, too much, too sugary. I, I just felt like the brothers right now were very I sugary mean, with our young men. I think, I think even that though, but turning, like when somebody told me, like outside of my father, my uncles, and shit like that, when another brother really changed and showed, it, it did something to me, man. When he's like, yo, bro, you know, like I, I love you, man. Like, you know, and this was, a, for me, it happened at the Million Man March. I ain't gonna lie, sound, sound nostalgic and shit, but it's real dog. When I was out there and I seen all these brothers, really just loving each other and I could see sincerity and not just no cliche shit. We brothers really was sincere about that, that day. You know what I mean? And to me, it was like, oh, you know, I ain't seen no shit like this girl or even, no, I gotta, let me, let me back it up. I, my day that I was leaving the joint after four years, I'm going home now. And all the dudes that I've been with, these are my brothers. I've been with them, ate, slept, shaved. And you know what? With them for four years, these are my brothers. And, these grown men kind of like choke back some tears, and I choke back some tears. And then you laugh. I was like, "Damn, I'm leaving jail. Why am I feeling like this?" Because that was family, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that mm-hmm. that that feeling is like that. That was real, and they know we didn't say anything. Nobody said to the other one, "Yo, I love you, brother." Brother, you know, I, I think you you confuse it. You know I mean, I'm sorry to cut you off. You're using two, but we're we're discussing two different things. I'm not talking about love. I'm talking about did them brothers come up? It's like you said at the the. Million Man March. I'm not talking about love, but if brothers can love you, brother, yeah, it created a great feeling. And when you fork, niggas got back to their neighborhoods and do shit. That's what I'm talking about. That yeah, but that's shit don't do. That's, they can, you, the, that's the what next, I'm saying. But the, so the, it, the second it, half of it. We, but the second yeah, half of brother, it is I'm the listening. follow-up, brother. You, you, it, you, the, that's where your half comes in. See, there's two halves of the same whole. I'm the half that's saying, yeah, brother, I do love you. Just because you're my brother. And then the other half of it is now because you my brother, let's talk about where we failing. Let's talk about where we can get better. Because I do love you. I'm not gonna come to you and say I love you and that's the end of the discussion. But I am gonna say that because we don't say it enough. So I'm gonna say to you, I love you because you're my brother. I say it to you all the time. I say it to smiles all the time. And y'all y'all my it brother. It don't mean it don't mean to make me it don't mean to make me smile. How do you know it don't make me uncomfortable no, to say I'm, it all the time? It might make you it might I mean, make you feel better. I'm, I'm saying, but if, if, if I it, love you if too, it makes you uncomfortable but if it makes you uncomfortable, then that's for you to say to me, it makes me uncomfortable and then maybe why it makes you uncomfortable. Because maybe that's a personal yeah. experience. But for the next man, it, it might make them feel comfortable. So that that's what we mm-hmm. sit down as brothers and sisters and talk about our introductions to love, introduction to emotion. Well, it, Maybe that has a and it's not so much. Know. Yeah, yeah, and it's not so much just like I can take it from you because at the same time you don't come with soft shit. You come with you know it's a balance. I'm just my opinion is, and we're overly so I with the you know so we can tell our people. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a problem with love. I just think soft approaches in our culture has been a detriment, you know. And I'm my mouth is closing my ears. I'm one who, no. I hear you. I mean, I can agree to disagree, you know, because I do disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, I you, know, you can agree to disagree peacefully because I, I definitely disagree with. Okay, are you awfully quiet? What you? What, hey. What's your take on some of this? So you are. I'm sitting here thinking, but. <laughs> 
but um, I'm, I'm, I just find it interesting. You know, I, I find it interesting um, your personal perspective on uh, love and whatnot, and how it can, you know, how how it can cause um, people to not be accountable, or or it can come off as you not holding. You know, individuals accountable for, um, I guess their their role, their responsibility in everything. But um, I can see both of you all sides of this. That's what's funny. I can see both of you all sides of it, and because I know you brothers personally, you know, I'm like I'm sitting here thinking. So, Shaka, you know, you can kind of take it that uh, whenever you. You know, whenever you have it with with Yanga, and it's one of them, <laughs> he really ain't taking that personal. He prefer you mm-hmm. to be, you know, you to be tough, and you to have that tough love with him because that's what he, you know. But jokes aside, like it's, I think it's really, um, it is necessary for us to be able to at least start where we can and. It may not be, you know, it may not be as broad-based as stepping to people outside of your circle, you know what I'm saying? But that circle can permeate, you know what I'm saying? It can go wider because we all are connected to somebody else. And if we if we start if we start responding to each other better, just, you know, just better, period, it may not be the whole I love you thing, you know, just being on some understanding type stuff. You know, you get into it, you learn something about just being accountable for your your part in whatever the disagreement is, the misunderstanding is, the miscommunication is, and, you know, you, you then have that impact on other people, I think, to do the same type of stuff. You know, people learn, well, maybe, you know, maybe I have something to do with it. At least they can think about it. They can conceive it because they've seen what it looks like when you do it. And I know, you know, that may be idealistic on a on a on the scale that we're gonna change the world completely with that. And that everybody is gonna do this thing and everybody's gonna be able to latch on to it and relate to it in such a way that, you know, it'll impact the next person. But there are people that do I mean, I can do I I've done it. I have done it. You know, I have step back and be like, okay, you tripping. <laughs> you tripping. Because maybe it can be seen another kind of way. Maybe this does have, a, you know, another way of being, um, being viewed from somebody else. And I have, to, I have to accept that, you know, especially seeing that if we're, at a, if we're having a disagreement or, you know, an opposition of, view, of viewpoint, evidently, it can be seen the way I'm seeing it, and it's definitely being seen, seen the way that other person is seeing it. Now, you know, I think the, the biggest issue comes in where we start quantifying whether, you know, somebody's position is right or wrong as opposed to, you know what, if this thing is That's really if this thing is really causing us a risk like this, you know, like, you just, like y'all just said, we can agree to disagree because I definitely disagree with where you're coming from, but you know, again, 
you can you can understand where he's coming from. You can you know you can you can you get it, <clears throat> whether you agree with it or not. You get it. If we can get that far, and understand that we still deserve respect at the end of our you know at the end of our differences. You know, it may not come across as I love you, but at least I respect you. At the very least, I respect you. You know, and I can we can move on from that point. We can maintain yeah. enough space to be diplomatic and talk to each other and remain respectful in what we do and how we communicate with each other. You know, like no I've, I've heard some callers sometimes that, you know, as long as we can keep it respectful, though, they can call back and we can come back to this, this, this question later or we can still come in and we can have this conversation without, you know, one feeling like, no, nah, I don't fuck with them. You know, excuse my language, I think. But, right, 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 right. Yeah, right, it's right, those right. things, you know, like just handling each other better, just handling each other better. It may not be, mm-hmm. you know, all kumbaya and I love you, but, you know, I think it's at least respectful. Yeah. At least being respectful and make that part of our culture. Like, you know, that needs uh, to be part right, of right. our culture. To mend our people exactly. is to, you know, just learn how because. I don't know when we're going to get to conf- conflict resolution. <laughs> when we going to get around to that. Yeah, I don't know. But at least if we learn how to just step back a little bit, you know, we can do better by each other. Yeah. I think uh, me first thing, I, I'm, I'm going to stop using the English word love. I'm going to find an African word. I'm going to stop using that. That word love is just too, it's too confusing in the English language and in, in, the, in yeah. the English concept. I'm going to stop using that word because yeah. we we too many times it gets equated with this lolly doly softy cottony feeling and to <laughs> me that shit ain't got nothing to do with that for real I don't even know that word yeah. so I think like to especially amongst men so I I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to stop using that word when I speak to my brothers maybe even my sisters too because I don't know I think that that word is really lost it, it, in translation man that's I totally it's agree really with that good. because it's not just a sweet it's it's not just a sweetie softy word me it's a sucker word. How many times have yeah. that word been you it's a sucker word it's also a green light word, word like you said I was one of those brothers on the on the receiving end of you know yeah homie we got love I love you know I loved my set I loved I loved it for 7 years of my life. You see what I'm saying so it's a word like right. my man said uh Carol it's one love's going to get you. So it's a word when used, if, if, if people, whatever context the world the people are, are living in, when that's used, it's going to be perceived like that. So I don't want, my thing is people dealing with me. And like you said, Shaq, I accept it from you because we're having the realest conversation on the phone. You'd be like, look, your big brother finna tell you, yada, yada, yada. You've always kept it 21 with me. I don't, my thing is the people outside of my close, intimate circle, um, I don't want them to think I love them. I don't love a lot of you Negroes. I don't love your actions. I don't love your ways. And I don't think you should get a counterproductive and counterrevolutionary. And black is the only thing that saves you. I love black. But once you begin to transgress that too much, I'm going to show you exactly how much I don't love you. And I don't even want to give them the illusion that they have a fuck-up grace period with me because they don't. I don't love them. Not like that. I love black. I feel you. And too many times, and I know my well, skin I mean, folk and my yeah. can folks. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. I think we the same way on that, man. Like, I'm, 
I don't want it to be conceived because I don't want nobody running down the street and get your feelings hurt running up on Shaka thinking I'm on some, you know, cloud <laughs> right? nine hippie shit. You feel me, bro? Because I get, know you, bro. Right, you know, you're going to get your feelings hurt. But what I'm saying to you is that, you know, in my later years, I am trying to be a little more patient. Now, I'm not tolerant of the bullshit. I ain't going to lie. I'm not tolerant of bullshit. But I am trying to be a little more patient with my people because I understand what you've been through. Now, I'm going to be patient with you, and I'm going to be a little tolerant with you because I'm learning to be patient and tolerant with myself. Because if I'm not patient and tolerant with myself, everything I'm, every move I make that's wrong could end up being detrimental. And that's how motherfuckers end up on the other side of a barrel with the handle in their own hand or hanging in your closet because you're not tolerant and patient with yourself. But don't get it twisted. Like, you can't, I'm not going to tolerate bullshit. You know, and I don't expect you to tolerate my bullshit. How about that? Starting with self first. You know what I mean? I don't expect that to happen. So I just want to get that kind of, like, ironed out there because I don't want nobody running up me in the street thinking it's, it's all love. It's not. But that you can say what you want to say and it's just going to be okay because it's not that easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let me let me clear that up. <laughs> right. Don't run up, get your tater. So some of y'all, don't run up, get some your tater did, now. Yeah, some of, <laughs> right, don't get your tater now. Get, yeah. get a love cap, get a love lump. Y'all don't really know what you're doing. Right, right. Because, you know, a lot of these, these, these suckers out here, they don't know what they're doing, man. Y'all doing what that head sucker telling y'all to do. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm trying to be tolerant of you because you don't know really what, what the hell you're talking about. You're just talking what, what your leader tell you to say. And your leader's getting y'all gassed right. up. And if anything, Shock is trying to tell y'all, look, I'm going to let you rock. I'm going to give you this pass because you really don't know what you're mm-hmm. doing right now. But you need to go back and learn what you're doing. Now, for your leader, I ain't got no love. When I find out who your leader is, mm-hmm. I find out who your general is, I ain't got no love for your general because you know better. And most of these suckers in right. the movement that are running these organizations, I know you personally. And I know you know better than what you're doing. You know what I mean? I know you know better than what right. you're doing. Right. You know how I know you know better? Because I know I know better when I fall short in my own personal life. I'd be like, Shaka, you know better than that. You know what I mean? What the fuck are you doing? There comes that time when you got to say to yourself, you know better than that. What the fuck are you doing? Now go go do right. You know what I mean? So if I'm going to do that to me, you know goddamn right I'm going to do it to you. But to the little followers who just coming up, you know, as you call them, the new booties, I'm just telling your new booties, look, I got love for you, man. Don't fuck it up. Don't. My love is like a credit card. Don't, don't blow it because then you ain't got no credit. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. I heard it out there, you know. But that's a part, you know, so those are things that have to be discussed because when we talk about this new culture, when we talk about, and to me, I like what we said a little earlier, the culture of resistance, we have to discuss those things. And you're right, finding words to defy because love in everybody's social understanding or cultural understanding is used differently, you know. So I, 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 agree, I agree with that because I do love, I agree with the sentiment of inspiration and motivation. I'm one of the biggest lovers of black people and the ideal of what black people can become when we accept our, you know, when we accept our own. And I do believe in like encouraging that, but it's just, you know, in everything, not just in the world of love, but everything that has double meaning that, or it has been used to uh, against us to keep us in a certain state. You know, so we have to mm-hmm. just, it goes back to, there again, talking about examining everything 
that we're going to use in our coaches. Right. You know, in that process, everything. And strip it all down. And and we, just like you and I had a crossing of ideas, I don't, like, I don't even like the word argument. We had a crossing of ideas. Let's just start saying that. Because argument has a negative context, even though the word argument really means just what I said, a crossing of ideas. But I don't want to call it that because every time you hear the word argument, and you know, in our community, argument means fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It don't mean a crossing of ideas. But y'all out there, if y'all serious about this resistance or serious about revolution in self and out of self, you better be ready to have a crossing of ideas. Everything you think you know, you're going to have to break it and kick it all apart and take it back down to the nucleus. And I know you love Granny and, and Grandpa, but maybe some of what they told y'all just ain't right. Maybe some of what Mom and Daddy told y'all ain't right. You're going to have to be brave enough to say, I love y'all, I feel y'all, but that ain't right. You're going to have to do some Black Panther, go back to the ancestors and say, we got to do it different. You know, that's the only way we're going to get free. We can't just keep doing things yep. because that's what we know. Agreed. You know, I don't know about yep. nobody else, but I want better for me. I, I'm, I'm going to be kind of selfish. I want better for me first. But when I get the better for me, I would like to share it with others. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think everybody got to start thinking, you got to want better for you. And then your your desire for your your better will become everybody's desire around you because if you got that kind of feeling, you're gonna to want to see others shine. If you're that you know you move it in that African spirit, you ain't gonna be self in the individual, but you're gonna be self as in spiritually enlightened life force. You're gonna be the self connected yeah. to all the other selves. You see what I'm saying? So when yeah. we, again, we say self. I'm I'm and I'm we on some maroon education now. I done gave you all two words today. Love don't mean hearts and flowers and roses and Hallmark cards and, and lifetime specials. Love means lifting our vision eternally. It's an action. If that ain't happening, they ain't no, that ain't love. If they're not lifting your vision eternally, meaning beyond bounds, then that's not love. You know, and we're talking all this self. We don't mean the individualistic European version of the word. We took their word and we're giving it our meaning, which means a spiritually enlightened life force. That force is called Ashe, and the Ashe is a living, connecting string between all things. That's what we're talking about when we say self. So don't come at us with that European definition no more. That's two words on a maroon vocabulary. Write it in your book. That's right. Makedo, coming down to the last straight, you... Awfully quiet, and I'm ripping around. I'm okay. sorry, you guys. I'm multitasking, but I'm I'm here alone all along. You awfully quiet <laughs> on the set. You know, I, I tend to listen, you know, a lot um, because between the two of you brothers, I really do learn a lot. Like, and I, I want to appreciate you all both in this moment because I love y'all in the real listening, you know, for real, for real. Um, and I said your opinion. Definition of the word love, like I got for you. real. Um, there, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really do. I appreciate you, you know, and I think that's that's um, mm-hmm. paramount for me is appreciation. Um, right. So, like I said, a lot of times I'm, I'm just kind of listening, 
because your perspective also shapes, helps shape my understanding as well and shape, you know, shape my own perspective. You know, it's, it's one of those things that you, and you step back sometimes even if you don't agree. You know, and I'm not saying I don't mm-hmm. agree with you. Either. I, can hear, I can hear you all disagree and go, yeah, I see how that's, you know, Awesome, you know, <laughs> like I can see it. So, um, I just wanted I wanted to say that I I do appreciate you too, and I do get how um, misused this whole you know the whole concept of love is. So much so, like you know they they have different meanings for the word love that you know in different languages they'll say you know mm-hmm. different word and it'll have a different meaning for, you know, that love. Or they'll have they'll say they may say the same word but they call it it's under a subheader or something else. Because it means mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. else, you know. Um, you know, that's one of those things that if you don't again, if you're not at the head of defining what what the terms are, you kinda just you know, you're kinda just given what it has been given, you know, and you respond inside of that and what do you get you know a bunch of confusion basically um yeah true that but i don't have you know i i i I agree i i totally totally agree with you all um you know with me we gotta get it together we gotta get it together we gotta get it together put it together for our culture and we have to start defining what our culture looks like and, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the things that I'm excited to see on different fronts. You know, I, I see people moving to make a difference. Um, I'm just going to refer to something that I saw today or I, you know, was overheard mm-hmm. in my life today. But um, Sister Columbae, she was getting ready to file her, uh, <clears throat> file for her, um, ability to run for Alderman and they were calling for her financial information. Um, You know, they want to know how she makes her money. And she is no, you know, she's she's not secretive about the fact that, you know, she's poor. You know, and she was like, they're going to see just how poor I am. They're going to see just what they're running up against, basically. You know what I'm saying? And this is unprecedented. This is something they haven't seen before. But, again, for the culture, for us to understand it, that's, you know, this is a problem that we have to solve for ourselves. You know, and, and no matter what our situations are, we have to be at the head of whatever's going on for us, with us. And uh, she was like, well. They about to find out. <laughs> they about to find out, and that right. I mean, and that determines the hunger of you know. That's going to determine the hunger of the candidate too. You know what I'm saying? How bad do you want out of this situation? Because right. yeah, this person is at the bottom line of this thing. This person is not working with a whole lot of resources. But are they hungry enough to mm-hmm. make it happen for them? Are they hungry enough to make it and happen for the community? Mm-hmm. So you know it's they can again, relate to they can relate to redef- redefining what you know 
what people expect out of us, redefining what right. it looks like to be, you know, a part of this thing and and take part in all of the stuff that they, you know, they hold so dear, these, these elections, voting and this, that, and the other. You want us to vote? Okay, we voting on black power. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And I, I, and I wanna... think that's, that's real, man. That's real. Absolutely. I think exactly. That's my whole thing. You know, I didn't want it to turn into the whole, not the, the concept of love or the word love or anything like that. I don't want my point to be missed. It's I don't have a, mm-hmm. a problem mm-hmm. with the concept of love or the word love. My thing was in approaching our people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I understood exactly what, you know, Shaka was saying about he's, it's not, we didn't, like he said, have the ideological exchange of love or the concept of love or anything. It was just the approach of people. Like he's always kind of reminding me, you got to be gentle with the people, brother. You got to be patient. So what love, it's my, um, in our culture, how do we approach the people? I'm from, you know, like we said, I, I remember those old school in our culture with certain crimes were motherfucking punishable, excuse my language, I forget what I'm, were punishable by, you know, certain penalties. It was understood. Right. Uh, and right. I think that I we think, live in an environment right. now, I think we live in an environment now of a very soft environment. They get participation trophies now. You get a medal for showing up. I was taught second right. place was the first yeah. person to lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If you exactly. came to second place, that just means you lost first. So we live in an environment <laughs> where, you know, we live, we live in an environment where, you know, even your participation or just, you know, where's the expectation? Where's the firmness and the discipline? I was, you know, I, we came up, I don't know about you guys, but I came up in an environment where I knew and I was reminded that the race was on my shoulders. You know, I was constantly reminded, no, you don't get happened. out there acting like a nigga. Don't do this, don't do that. You know, right, present right. yourself, speak clearly. So that's what I mean. That that type of culture, that type of firmness and you know, discipline and, and uh accountability. Yeah, at the risk of penalties. Yeah. And that's all I meant so by you know, I, I feel like that this is a very uh um uh, indulged and, and pampered lovey lovey dovey yeah. culture. Yeah. <laughs> Super liberal. I think we, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about. Yeah. You know I'm I mean? sorry, you guys are talking about. No, yeah. Floor is open. I, you know, I, I think certain punish, certain things still should be punishable by extreme punishment. And I think a lot of, again, the words, you know what I mean? Um, I agree with what you're saying. And I think that a lot of times it's the words that, that have the inflections. Because I don't believe in yeah. like showing up, getting participation because you show it up. See, but that's again that goes back if we calling ourselves what we calling ourselves. I know I'm I, I'm a maroon, so now I got to start redefining things to fit right. the reality that I see. You know what I mean? So now I I that's the challenge. Like, how do we redefine? Not how we got to start redefining. So I got to say when I say, you know, be easy on the people. I don't mean let foolishness run muckery. Don't do that. You know what I mean? But be easy as in maybe, and I had somebody to tell me to be easy because I wasn't like this. I used to be like, boom, bat, it, that's it. You know what I'm saying? 
And then somebody was like, yo, you got to at least hear them out, Shaka. You can't just shut them down like that. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, all right, all right, I'll hear them out. You know what I mean? But I was, I was the type of, if it didn't make sense, why the fuck am I listening to it? You know what I mean? So I think a lot of it is the values. We got to just redefine our values, man. And that's the challenge of this thing, man. I mean, down to the words. Like, you know, in hip-hop, fat don't mean obese. Fat means dope. And dope don't mean drugs. You know what I mean? Right. Everything got its own definition. So we got to go back to doing, like, we got to define the words, come up with a glossary. I mean, this is real, y'all. This is not easy work. This is, you talking about changing a whole mentality, starting with the language. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. You know, in conclusion, I, 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 you know, I know my brother Yang and I are on the same point, even though we come at it from different angles. So there's always no love lost there. And Sister McKay, you know, I appreciate the both of you, my whole little circle. Definitely appreciate all of y'all. You know what I mean? And as far as our people, I love them. But, hey, we, gonna, we, we, we got to stop. To me, I, I got to stop indulging in certain, certain thing, things with our, our people. We can't indulge in a lot of this stuff we're doing no more. We got to stop it, y'all. You know? Either you with liberation or you're not. That's the bottom line. No more using black power for your own personal little church and all that other stuff. Let's stop playing around. Let's get serious. Excuse me, yes. Indeed. Indeed. We gotta we gotta stop and then we gotta you know, where we see that there's discrepancies and confusion around stuff, we gotta redefine. Again, be constructed if we must mm-hmm. so that we can be redefine right. it. And build it up to what we want it to be, what we need it to be, the way we need it to be. Exactly. So that, exactly. so that we can be stronger in ourselves and in our understanding. Shoot, a lot of the stuff that, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with right now is because we don't understand. Well, if you define right. it, if you create it, you definitely understand what you create. All right. Right. That's the part right there. You know, we have to have more creative ability. You know, it's funny because, like, when you deal in, like, the arts, like, you know, uh, visual arts, whatever arts, artists are real mm-hmm. big with creative respect. Like, uh-uh, you ain't going to rewrite what I wrote because I know what I was saying when I wrote that. I don't know what you're right. saying. You know what I mean? You know, I know when I wrote that character, I wanted to see this, this, and this. And I'm not going to let you rewrite right. it. You ain't nothing to tweak. You know, don't, don't change the line of my song because I know what I was saying when I wrote that lyric. Hey, you know what? Right. Wait a minute. Just awesome. Just awesome. That right there. Remember how many times Prince wrote a song for somebody and turned around and redid the song himself? Nah, that ain't what, that ain't what I wanted to hear. Yeah. That's not what I wanted yeah, to hear. Exactly. This is what I wanted to hear. So, you yeah, know, you yeah, right. artistically, yeah, absolutely. And when, you, when you create it, you have a vision for it. Yep. And I think that's what's beautiful about a lot of our Patois languages from the Caribbean and other places. These languages took the oppressor's words and homegrown words and new words and blended them all together. Like, that's what's so beautiful about this new African culture we have. We can do that, y'all. We ain't got to be scared to take a little from here and a little from there and a little from over there and put it all together and make it work for us. This is ours. And, we and, look, and, we and scared that they call it, you know, scared for them to label it and call it Ebonics and stuff like that. Like, this is not thirst. They don't yeah. get to call it. They don't get to call, call it. You know? I don't even use that word. I'm in an argument camp. We speak in the bonics. I don't know what the hell the bonics is. 
I don't know. I know Bionics, you know, $6 million man. I don't know what Ebonics <laughs> is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, right. I used to watch that show as a kid. That's, that's all. That's the only Onyx I know is Bionics. I don't know what an Ebonics is. You, you, since when you going to let the oppressor lang- label my language? You know what I mean? Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. So I think we, you know, in the upcoming generations, we, we need to develop our own language. We'll be saying the same yeah. word they saying, but only we know what we know the meaning. That ain't what they say. Mm. You know, mess around. Exactly. You, you know how we do. We chop the back off. We chop the back off a word. We spell a word different. You know, record store, flow. <laughs> you know, we know what we talking about. Okay. Over there. Hey, we gotta do. We gotta do. There. Listen, we coming to the close of the show. We appreciate everybody. McKay, you got three minutes. Do you have any, uh, McKay, do you have any uh, announcements in three minutes? We're good. <laughs> We're good this week. <laughs> uh, hey, she, hey, she, hey, she did the Russell Simmons. The music don't catch me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, hey, she did the Russell Simmons. She was like, thank you all for coming out. God bless. <laughs> God bless. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I do want to say, you know, I appreciate all the listeners, you know, um, I appreciate the conversation. I just appreciate having this platform and being able to uh, share my thoughts and, you know, my perspective and be able to take away um, a deeper perspective, you know, from the conversation. So I'm looking forward to being back next week and, and talking about it all over. Right. Okay. Right. All right, with love that, y'all, love y'all. being said, we appreciate everybody tuning in and listening. Check us out next uh, Tuesday, and and take it out from there. Peace. We're cool soon. We're cool soon. Uh-huh. Oh, there it is. That's that song. Maroon Salute. One time. Salute. Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page, only if I had one gun, one girl and one crib, one God to show me how to do things his son did, pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151, one sip will make a nigga flip, writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence, who I'm gon' body, this hood politics acknowledge leave bodies chopped up in garbage, seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us, police watch us, roll up and try knocking us, one Money I duck, could it be my time is up with my love? I got up, the cops shot again. Bust stop glass burst, a fiend drops a Heineken. Ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in. Blacking out, I shoot back, fuck getting hit. This is my hood, I'm a rat to the death of it. To everybody, come on, little niggas is grown. Look, rats, don't abortion your wound. We need more warriors soon. Sit from the stars, sun and the moon. And it's like a police chase, the street sweepers and coppers. Sick up kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors. If you really think you're ready to die,
God forgive me for one sin Matter of fact, maybe more than one Look back at all the hatred against me Fuck all of them Jesus died at age 33 That's 33 shots from twin glocks and 16 apiece That's 32, which means One of my guns was holding 17 27 hit your crew, 6 winners to you Everybody gotta die sometime Hope your funeral never get shot up Bullets tear through the innocent Nothing is spare, niggas roll up Shooting from wheelchairs, my heart is racing Tasting revenge in the air, I let this shit slide for too many years, too many times now I'm strapped with a couple of max, too many nines. If y'all niggas really with me, get busy, load up the semis. Do more than just hold it, explode the clip until you empty. There's nothing in our way. They bust, we bust, they rush, we bust. Let's fly and feel it. I feel it in my gut that we take these bitches to war. Lie them down, cause we stronger now, my nigga. The time is now. All I need is one mic. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.